0: to episode 38 of Shared Discovery, the show and podcast dedicated to sharing the many boring and unenjoyable aspects of games and gaming. I'm your host, Victor, and I'm joined by my boring co-host, Ron. How are you doing?
1: I'm bored. Me too. I'm
0: excited. Not excited. I'm It's just... It's natural for me. So I am... Not looking forward to sharing what we have to share with her fans today,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because
0: today we're talking. We're following up last week's episode about the most enjoyable games of all time with the most boring video games of all time. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to keep up this bit the whole time. But I thought you. it was a fun <laughs> up, fun way to start <laughs> the episode <laughs> because even though we're talking about boring things, I. Think you're gonna learn some really silly, funny things about some really bad games you probably didn't know existed.
1: Yeah, hopefully, um,
0: we learn something. <laughs> I learned some stuff. <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever pop up in trivia or something. But man, Maybe. man, there's some boring, boring games out there. But what uh, what games have you have been playing that aren't boring? Games recently?
1: that I've been playing mm-hmm. that are not boring. It's tough, because I do play a lot of boring video okay, games.
0: Okay, what are the boring games
1: you play? Uh, boring games, paradox games, I would say. Sure. Any game with a wait mechanic, where you
0: set the game running, and you uh, have to wait for something <laughs> to happen? <laughs> that is such a boring mechanic, yeah. Yep, yep. Waiting. Waiting. Yeah, waiting mechanic is not great. That's like a free-to-play mechanic a lot mm-hmm. of times, where you can get the things. we got to wait 24 hours. 24 hours for your next hours. gem refresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your character will refresh in three hours. See you then, nerd. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fun. I feel like that's like a psychological trap or something. Yeah. But... There's definitely a lot of psychology behind free-to-play games that keep people playing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we keep referencing free-to-play games. We're going to have to do that episode. We're going to have to do
1: that episode. <laughs> yeah. Because there are good free-to-play there are games good ones. out there. yeah. But... What does that even mean? Yeah, so
0: we'll lean into that. But that's too Mm -hmm. interesting for today.
1: This episode is not not interesting.
0: Not interesting. Uh, Some of the... I've been playing some interesting games, actually. I've been playing some monster collector games. Ooh. I've been playing Monster Sanctuary Mm -hmm. and Cassette Beasts. Is that kind of like Slime Rancher? Not at all. Okay. (laughs) There is... uh, All of these games have, like, the... It's tradition to have the early game Slime. Uh oh, so I think mm. it started with Dragon Quest. Have you played Disgaea? Uh, uh-uh. uh. Has a slime. Okay, on it. yeah, <laughs> it's a tradition as old as monster in collector <laughs> games. Actually, maybe it's Final Fantasy that have the early game slimes. It was the first sense. one, uh, but they they call it the blob. And what I really like about Monster Sanctuary oh, uh, is it's all three v three combat. Mm-hmm. Every single monster is viable till the end of the game because they have skill trees that allow you to augment them. And evolution is not a purely straight upgrade. They get better stats, but you are going to lose access to some of the talents that the first form had. So you have to weigh the pros and cons with that. Is there a lot of grinding in this game? Not really, no. There's XP share on all time. I really don't do grinding. And it doesn't feel like grinding a lot because... At each battle, you get points based on how well you killed the monsters, uh, stars from 1 to 5, and the better you perform, the quicker you kill them, the more damage that you do, the less damage you take. Mm
1: -hmm. You have
0: a um, rare loot percentage based on Mm -hmm. the stars. The higher stars you get, the better at the game, the, the easier it is to get the rare loot. So it rewards, in its loot system, improving at the game.
1: Oh, you're going to have to tell me the name of this one after the show. I will. It's
0: $5 uh, on Steam right now. Yes. Monster Sanctuary. Check it Please. out. It is very, very cool. And it's a It's a Metroidvania game, too. Well, there, there goes my next couple of months. <laughs> yes, it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. That's super interesting. Savannah is thinking about turning her. She's making a fake Pokemon region. She's thinking about Ooh. making that into her own thing and just branching out and making her own monster collector. So we've been doing research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Wow. Uh, that that sounds great. Yeah. So tell you all more about that because we do have a monster collecting episode coming up soon. Yes, we're, please. Uh, we're gonna span and I are gonna talk about that. Break it D- all down. Dive into her mm-hmm. game a little bit. But that couldn't oh. been keeping me busy. But at the top of the house, we got to do something boring, and clean the house. We got to clean the house. Clean the house and tell you all about our YouTube. I'll do the dishes. You do the dishes. You do the YouTube. I'll do the YouTube. (laughs) YouTube can be boring sometimes. (laughs) There's like the monotonous stuff of adding tags and thumbnails and blah, blah, blah. The description... The making the video is the fun part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the fun part. Mm -hmm. But check us out on YouTube because we, at this point that you're listening, we have two gameplay videos there. We have the start of our continuous long-term series that we're Mm going to be playing that you're DMing. And we have a bonus episode where we practice our setup and I ran a one-shot. Uh, with, uh, with Anna and Xander here in the studio.
1: Yeah, and uh, the Dungeons and Dragons was pretty fun, so I hope to, uh, everybody tunes in for that. Me too. And that intros. was a
0: great time. So check that out on YouTube. Subscribe there. Check us out on Instagram at Shared Discovery Show. We're going to start streaming soon, so check out our schedule. I make videos sometimes when I'm not busy there, but we're always posting pictures of the sets and the games that we're playing. And then if you want to get a to us directly with questions, comments, concerns, you want to tell us, uh, actually, um, actually, Rock'em Sock'em Robots from 2006 and the Game Boy is my favorite game. And I hate you for saying putting it on a boring game list. You could do that. You could email us at shareddiscoveryshow at gmail.com.
1: Uh... Try not to send hate mail, <laughs> <laughs> if you can help it. Yes. <laughs> Duh, you know,
0: constructively tell us yeah, why. Don't encourage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ron. Yeah. What's a game that you find
1: boring? Um, can I be real? Yeah. Shooters. Shooters. Uh, click, and thing goes away. That's so exciting. That's not it for you. It's riveting. I dream of days I can click on things and pattern recognition. <laughs> uh, it's so fun. It's just
0: it's clicking and reaction. Twitch time. reflexes. Oh,
1: yeah, Twitch ref- I'm over. You're over it. Thirty years old, so it I don't. It doesn't have work. Those. It doesn't I don't. work much
0: anymore. No. No, I, it went all downhill for me. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that for sure. I think it has to be a very specific shooter anymore for me to care about yeah,
1: it. If I'm not getting. Artillery strikes and nukes and kill streak rewards. Why am I even? Playing? Why are we playing it? Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, that's a good answer. The answer, the question uh, to this, I was gonna say is, I was gonna say um, the first game. Okay, that pops in mind is chess for me. I find chess really boring. Oh.
1: <laughs> People are gonna get mad. And they the can comments. get
0: mad, but I'm like, I think chess is a fantastically well-made game. I, th- I get why it's held up the test of time, but I find it boring. Uh, video game that I find boring are, are more on the real-time strategy, the um, what is it, turn-based strategy games, oh, so things like that. Oh, it's so boring! It'll peel paint. Yeah, I find them boring. I, I think again, I think they're very well-made games, and it's just not for me. But those are most of those are good games, well-made games. Just because we find them boring doesn't mean there are people that find them interesting. Most of the games you're going to hear today, there's going to be like no one that finds these interesting. We found like the bottom barrel games.
1: Yeah, these are often used as forms of torture in various places. That is so true.
0: Just thinking about some of these. like Uh Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. That is so true that they're that bad. That bad disclaimer you know if you do find these games interesting that's okay
1: please let us know please we want to meet the one fan of <laughs> the fan tale of the sun come on i want to talk to you oh, i want to pick your brain get in there see what please, your world is like your perspective
0: us. the per- the person that gave tales of the sun the 10 mm-hmm. out of 10 mm-hmm. we'd love to have you on
1: because i feel like if i can understand why they love the game then i could love anything sure you know Like, I can learn to love. (laughs) I can learn to
0: love anything. (laughs) Show me the way. (laughs) Garbage. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so those... That's our disclaimer. You know, you find it interesting, it's okay. We're telling a lot of jokes, and there are bad games, but Mm -hmm. even if it's for novelty, even if you genuinely like it, that's okay. This Mm -hmm. is just a funny episode. Yeah. But I cheated for this episode, and this article comes from Mark Beaumont. Is that how you say it? Uh. And his article that is the 10... Most boring video games ever. Beaumont? About be Beaumont. So. Is, is that like a Castlevania? I don't know. But thank you, Mark. This is a great list. I highly recommend checking out the article. It's on NME.com. It's his blog page. Just 10 most boring video games of all time. Ever, I should say. And highly recommend it. He, he wrote it very funny. So. Uh, the defi- we just as we do we have a disclaimer and then we define the core concept of our episode. So mm-hmm. can you define mm-hmm. boring for me, Ron?
1: Uh, boring is uh, tedious mm. or not interesting.
0: Yeah, I believe. I think that sums it up. Sums and so up. keep those two words in mind as uh, you listen to this episode. Played out. Stale. Stale. I like that, too. Uh, Keep all this in mind as we talk about these games. Old. Tedious is going to come up quite a bit. Old. (laughs) (laughs) Old. But chess is old and people like that. Yeah, (laughs) they're
1: wrong, but yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I already jumped the gun on the first one we have here, which is Rock'em Sock'em Robots from 2006. And for those of you that don't know what Rock'em Sock'ems are, there's these toys from the 70s where you just kind of mash these these triggers to punch each other until the head pops out. It's pretty random. Pretty, pretty random. There's no skill other than mashing. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so for this game, they made a... For the Game Boy Advance, they made a game in 2006. And the reason why this one's on the list is because every single enemy in the game can be beaten in six seconds by mashing the A button. Because it's Rock'em and, and Robot. That's bombs. it.
1: It doesn't get more complicated it than that. It does
0: not. They didn't even try to make it like, gamified. Like, this is what it is. You mash A. So the novelty toy, <laughs> they couldn't make a fun game out of.
1: Couldn't even make it like an open world where you go around <laughs> no. rock em sock other robots it's or something. Like, like, like.
0: They're like fighting games. Maybe you could augment your robots or something. Any, like a kick. Anything. No, you just, literally just mash the A button through the whole game. I really wish I would have looked up the speed run from this game. <laughs> it's probably someone that's speed mashing. this has an auto-clicker for the auto-click. emulator. Yeah, and that's it. It's game. So... That's a that's a start to the, our list here of the most boring games. Matching A for six seconds over and over. I really wish I would have looked up the total playtime for this
1: oh, game. How many levels how are many in there? How many levels? So you can map it out. It,
0: probably, it gets boring, more and more boring. Because I can you imagine? There's probably some kid that got this for Christmas. Mm. It was like, oh, this is oh, nice, poor sucker. New, new mm. game. Yes, I'm excited. And it just kept happening over and over. They get to the fifth one, and I'm like this is the same thing. This is video games. This is to someone. I bet there's someone. Yeah, there's someone who doesn't <laughs> play video games anymore because they played this. The
1: first and last.
0: The first and last game. <laughs> Oof. This will not be your forever game.
1: We're really slagging this one. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Next one. This one's funny, but we got some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> this is called Tale of the Sun. Mm-hmm. It is a PlayStation 1 game from 1997. Tell them the premise of this game, Ron.
1: Okay, so get this. Uh, this is, you are a caveman or woman. There's three characters that are randomly selected for you at the beginning of any run. And then, it's an open world, but it's an empty open world. Very it's empty. It's a big map full of rocks, food, and animals sometimes and maybe water. And yeah, you you just show up, you're a caveman, you walk around, you do caveman stuff, eat, throw rocks. Die occasionally.
0: Yeah. Restart. You know, caveman stuff. That's that's, that's literally it. Yep. You run around, there's food just floating on the map, and you eat it. You run over. You don't have to hit a button. To eat it. You run over it. You're, you eat it, and your character just falls asleep randomly mm-hmm. as you're playing. There's no control over it. Even if you're eating, you'll just fall asleep randomly, and f- for like minutes, and you just wait for your character to wake up. There's no mining. There's no In crafting.
1: In the review I no watched. No combat. No combat. Um... You can slap things, but they will probably just kill you. Uh, in the review I watched, the person said it was great because you can just like pick it up and play it, and there's really no consequences. or like a whole lot going. So you can just pick it up and drop it
0: however you want. you know, get a little it just feels a like a great game. It feels like a flash game, like a demo of hey, look what we can do give us more money to make the Dude, actual game. When
1: was Elite Dangerous released? I don't like know. I think that was 95, 94 or something. Yeah. And that does an open like uh, procedurally generated like a seemingly infinite galaxy yeah. of space travel, space trucking.
0: This is like the first this example is... of a Let's game see. that slapped on we have an open world by us. Mm-hmm. That a lot of modern games are doing now. Dude, they were ahead of the times. they were ahead of it. They set this Great boring trend, dude. Assassin's Creed Caveman, right <laughs> Tale of the Sun. How do we not have that Assassin's Creed yet? I think it's a. Is that just Far Cry Prime? Horizon one? Zone, Horizon Zero Zone. I think so. A little okay. bit. A Futuristic little bit. Cave. Futuristic woman, Cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But Far Cry Prime. And yeah. what I
0: wanted to say man. before we moved mm-hmm. on from this yeah. is, you, we were both seeing that this game had a lot of good reviews. Weirdly. Weirdly. Um, a lot of good reviews. There, really, there is a 10 out of 10 review.
1: Like, it's like the the vibes are good or something. I guess. Somebody was
0: complimenting the music, is and it, I was
1: like, this is just harsh, like weird computer tones. Yeah. Is it
0: the world's first caveman game? or?
1: It can't be. I feel like there's like something that's on the GameCube I so, know, uh, right? There There's has to be. A, who, paid, who paid for this?
0: Maybe. For these reviews? Mm-hmm. So that's this game. Oh, the, the footage I saw of it. Mm-hmm. Someone tried to run up to a wild cave person they saw. It wouldn't interact with them. Mm-hmm. It ran in the opposite direction where water happened to be. They fell in the water, despawned, and then you were back to eating food. That was like... The level of interaction in the game. Yeah. This is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. All right, Ron. Infamous game. We have a very infamous one. Oh. What is our next game?
1: E.T., the extraterrestrial movie, the video game.
0: Yeah. This is very infamous because this led to very, like, substantial real-world consequences.
1: Right, because uh, back in the 80s, they had been mass-producing video games at like this insane rate. And then the quality of video games is going down like insane, crazy. Like this E.T. game, you can't beat it. It is unbeatable. Even the first level is like, what do you do?
0: What are the game mechanics for an E.T. game? Yeah, I think this is a good time to say, I recommend just checking out 30-second clips of all of these games. Oh, yeah. You don't need to watch more, but this one specifically, it's just blobs. You don't even know what anything is on the screen. Yeah, it's
1: more esoteric and, like, surreal and, uh, like... Uh, hard to interpret than like the David Bowie video game. I oh my like. gosh. Like,
0: just, I haven't even heard of that game. It's just subjective shapes wow. like things. It, it is. And so the premise of this game mm-hmm. is as you're chased around by a scientist and a detective so some squares mm-hmm. you're trying to get the pieces of a phone so you can phone home. It
1: doesn't make sense.
0: And there's no threat because there are a few holes in the game that these pieces are in. And after the scientist ever gets close to you, you can just jump in the hole and it'll reset them. <laughs> and you said it's not able to be complete, but Mark said in the article it takes about six minutes.
1: Probably if you know what, if you're, you know doing. what you're doing. But if you don't, it's
0: like... I can't even get off the first screen. You, can't, you literally can't get off. You no. might touch a hole on accident. And you're like, okay, where am I now?
1: Exact, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's like, what happened
0: You can't even see what things are. Yeah. And, uh, it's notorious. It's, yeah, it's, it's terrible. So if you know what you're doing, it takes six minutes. So the game time, the reason that this is a game is because they made it so bad. They communicated the mechanics so bad and made it mm-hmm. so hard to look at, you're gonna play for a long time not knowing what to do. You gotta think game, this. I mean, so we talked about this mm-hmm. with Sokem, Rock'em, Robot game. Mm-hmm. this is this is absolutely somewhat many people's first and last experience with video games.
1: Oh, yeah, because it was produced to such a huge extent that they didn't sell all of the copies of it and yeah. they just ended up dumping uh, most of the E.T. games yeah. into a landfill like 90% of them so it's hard to find nowadays because it was so yeah. It was left on the shelves left to rot and it was just exterminated mm-hmm. and then now it's like rare and you can't even find a copy that's
0: wild they found that landfill I think in 2013 yeah they found that hole yeah which is hilarious because one of the core mechanics of the game is jumping in holes yeah and uh, most of the games got buried in a hole.
1: <laughs> it's so notorious. There's even a movie with it as a plot line, though. I don't recommend you look for that Oh, no?
0: Oh, really? It's bad. Yeah,
1: okay, we don't want to The that. fact they even know about it is shameful. But people
0: were so hyped for this game, because E.T. Mm-hmm. was like game changer. It was an iconic huge. movie. Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge movie at the time. Uh, so yeah, this was not great, and this is widely cited as the worst video game ever made.
1: Brought down the industry. Literally to literally
0: cause is cited also as a major cause of the video game crash of 1983
1: right like people didn't think video games were going to come back no, after it the was
0: crash. broken and so what did this crash look like Ron like what did the industry how did they recover from this do you know
1: I mean was it just so Mario
0: in 1985 or something
1: pretty much uh, well yeah see what it was is it was over saturation of the market. Mm. And uh, it was during a time where the 80s are really well known for like consumerism and like rampant uh, yeah. consumerism. So it was essentially so many people were putting out games and so many bad games were out there and so many games were being put out that people were just like over it. Yeah. done with the sake of it, none of the games, the games kept climbing in price. So then you'd buy it expecting a full experience, but there's nothing there, or it wasn't completed. This happened a lot. Where, sounds familiar. Right, yeah, really <laughs> familiar. Except oh, now we have downloadable content. Oh, weird. It's almost like we never learn anything in the gaming it industry. It
0: feels like, so the original Mario for the, super, uh, not Super Nintendo, the NES, mm-hmm. came out in 1985. Mm-hmm. So it feels like they learned some lessons.
1: Japanese, company, the Japanese
0: companies Japanese companies um, not America
1: and a lot of companies like Atari and stuff like they just they just broke they completely <laughs> shattered <laughs> under the yeah. collapse of the industry and I think what it was is Nintendo was an upstart they were just getting into video mm-hmm. games they were an appliance company
0: I think right? I that they? sounds right uh, yeah
1: and They transitioned into like collectible card games and games and things, and then uh, it wasn't until after the success of the Mario game, I think, that they went fully into video games. You correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know. We did I a Mario Nintendo
0: episode uh, 20 episodes ago, actually, in episode mm-hmm. 18. Check it out. I talk about that timeline more specifically there when I had the notes yeah. in front of me. But that sounds about right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and um, it helped that the Nintendo stuff was like separate from Atari and like what had come before,
0: I feel like. That allowed people to give them games a chance again.
1: Right, and word of mouth is really powerful, especially in those (laughs) days before reliable. Or any internet connection. I think Sipper came up around then, but it wouldn't be until sure. like the 90s. The internet, yeah. AOL online yeah. and stuff comes about. So, World of Moth was really strong, and then uh, Mario was a good game. It was it just a good game. It's finished. Yeah. It's like actually a quality product. Mm-hmm. And that outshone literally anything else that was being released around that time period. like Yeah. There's so many games that are just like lost to time just, and yeah. IPs that are just gone mm-hmm. because of that. And almost rightfully so. Like, what's. <laughs>
0: Why do we need ET? Yeah. Why do we need these crappy games? Because right. we we're talking about ET, but there were so many bad ones So time. many bad ones. So many. Like, what is it? Kid? I want to say
1: there was a game about some kid that was an adventure game and, you, and it was incomplete. And then there's all these. Oh, like,
0: this sounds really familiar. I don't
1: know. Huh. Yeah, tons of like there was one about an egg, tons of old games on like the Amiga and like I think the older systems and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were just uh, I can't remember. It's just a myth of history obscure, (laughs) in my view.
0: But I mean, that's pretty good, uh, pretty good history. lesson off the top. I appreciate that. I know, I know I didn't put that in there, but I wanted to pick your brain on that a little bit. This is ET this is infamous and epitome of epitome and um holds the test of time for being the worst game ever made yes there are multiple ways to hold up there are (laughs) Uh, not holding up is one of (laughs) not holding up is one of them (laughs) okay next one this is a game you've actually played right
1: yeah i uh found enjoyment in this uh game Euro Truck Simulator from 2008, right? Yes. And uh, this one, I think, speaks to a subset of people that have um, jobs that require you to think. Okay. Right? And Um, then when you get home, what do you want to do is not think. Yep. What do you do when you're driving a truck across Europe? Oh, all I got to think about is where the next turn is, right? Yeah. And uh, don't hit the cars in the oncoming
0: traffic (laughs) lane. Boom. Hey. Yep, you, know, you literally pick up a truckload of cargo. Yeah, drive it across Europe, abiding by all the traffic regulations.
1: Right, and it has a somewhat accurate map. The distances aren't the same, but like you know, the turnoffs or whatever, sure. certain places, and you got to park the truck. And like you can put on a podcast and just put on casual mode, mm-hmm. so you can run over cars and like crash, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> whatever.
0: Yeah, and that's what he said here too. Mm-hmm. It's like you, it's just a, just a job. You're just playing a job. But it, some people, you know, will do the road rage or the bad driving. But the core game is just working.
1: And one of my favorite, like, this game is just working is Viscera Cleanup
0: Detail. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of it. The, they got the power washing simulator. Oh, forklift simulator. The track Yeah. Farming simulator. That mm-hmm. one's huge. People yeah. really like that one because of the gambling aspect. Because they have the market. No, You can run the seed market. <laughs> People love that. You put a market in a game. There you go. People are after it. <laughs> and wow. so this kind of sits this subset of games mm-hmm. that are just jobs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, I like that perspective that you have here. It's like they want a game that they can tune out. Yep, and turn relax. your brain off. You, you know, know, think about someone who works in the ER. Mm-hmm. Think about someone who works at, like, a stressful coding job all yeah. day or IT or something. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I'm just going to tune out.
1: Right. You can get mm-hmm. a steering wheel and like oh, you're pretending fun. like you're driving yeah, a big yeah, rig. Yeah, yeah. And you stream so then you can have the chat. Yeah, so you yeah. have something to look at. And yeah, big one with streamers. And
0: yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you could talk to the chat a lot. Mm-hmm. So this one might be up there on. Uh, the top of our li- or the bottom of the list
1: respected but I don't understand it you know yeah, yeah, like somewhere yeah. in there if we're going <laughs>
0: to rank all 10 of these this is probably uh, on like worst to most fun. This is probably at the bottom, right? Yeah, most fun. Most fun on this yeah. list, but uh, I don't get it. It's, it's a job. It's still boring. It's still boring. If you want to do the road rage aspect, just go play GTA or something.
1: It's, it's got that a little more fleshed out,
0: I feel yeah. like. you know A few yeah. more mechanics. And <laughs> a, little, a few more. <laughs> huh. Okay, this is my favorite on the list. This next one. You mentioned the Amiga. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, yeah. This one might be... I don't know, man. This is up there. This is with E.T., I think, Maybe. as what least... And this is just what Amiga games look like. This is what they look like. Okay, so any game that starts with the name "Sensible," do what you will with that. Run, run. This is "Sensible Train Spotting," 1995. I can just feel the Britishness coming off in waves (laughs) on this
1: one. Train Spotting. What is that? And "Sensible Train Spotting." Another level.
0: Okay, so I just quoted Mark. What's going on here? I quoted. Quoted Mark and basically all of the wiki page because the wiki's like two paragraphs. But this is hilarious because this one actually has a controversy. No. <laughs> yeah. No. This one has a controversy <laughs> attached. to a, it does. A train spotting simulator. Okay, so instead, the player sits on a platform and ticks off the numbers of trains that pass by. Bingo on rails, basically. You literally spot trains. Mm -hmm. So it's
1: a hobby that if you're not familiar with, there are people that really like trains and Mm -hmm. will just sit and watch trains and record into spreadsheets and documents which trains go by at
0: what time. These people are crazy too. I've seen some videos of them on Reddit, just how excited they get. And like the train conductors in the comments be like, yeah, that was cute and wholesome, but sometimes they literally get on the tracks Mm -hmm. to take pictures from the front. It's terrifying. That is scary. Uh, oh. So they made this game for these people. So here's the... I copy-pasted what the game is, okay. the mechanics, right from Wiki. So oh the God. game takes place at a railway station with a view looking over the train platforms. Various trains pass through, each bearing a unique ID number. At the bottom of the screen is a checklist of train ID's numbers, each of which must be selected by the player as this corresponding train appears. I'm getting bored reading this. Yeah... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got this. Okay, one, two more cents. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> this must be done against a time limit. Oh, no. In attempting to record an incorrect number will result in a penalty. When all trains in the checklist have been spotted, the game moves on to the next level. It's bingo. It's just bingo, dude. Oh, dear. That was literally hard to read. <laughs> That's so boring. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm we'll kind of tired now. We'll just
0: check off the list of trains that pass by. Here, but this it's is. not the... even real trains, dude. It's, trains. Digital trains. <laughs> it's digital trains. <laughs> it's digital trains. How is that exciting? This is 1995, okay? There are <laughs> no fun games then. There, there are no fun games, right? There's no like Crash Bandicoot or Donkey did, Kong. Contrary. I was going to say when to Donkey Kong. <laughs> <out>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, did one of them have a shooter in it where you use a was, bird? But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you you shot like coconuts it's and Too stuff. interesting for this episode. Uh, right? too, interesting. too interesting. This this controversy <laughs> might actually be too interesting. It's just funny it's not it's not interesting. Okay. So, 8 years later after this game, eight. 2003.
1: Years later,
0: a PC game. This company called Demon Star released another train spotting simulator called Train Track. Can we just back up? You got a cool, cool heckin' name. Demon Star. Demon Star. Yes. And you put out a train spotting simulator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's well, the, okay. What's okay. The... Okay. So this company, <laughs> yeah. this company, did just just the unthinkable. They claimed that they. We're the first, world's first (laughs) train-spotting simulator. (laughs) In 2003. But they made, so train tracking, it has basically identical, has identical gameplay to sensible train-spotting. So the British game journalist and former sensible software employee, Stuart Campbell, he reacted. He's like, we did it first. We're the world's first train-spotting simulator. And he bought the game from Demon Star. He a fully registered copy of the train-tracking. And he made it free to download on his website. And he dared Demonstar to take legal action and sue him for it. <laughs> because they said they were the first ones. That's so petty.
1: I love it, though. I love that so much.
0: I love it. He literally had to buy the game, buy a domain <laughs> to host it. Yes. <laughs> what a dude. What a My man. What an absolute mensch. Like... <laughs> like
1: Yes, I only hope to have an opportunity like this
0: someday. Just like they're competing for worlds for the title of worlds first. computerized train spotting so like, like that is awesome. That it's sounds like, like first world problems to me, the they, controversy. Oh the mo. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because like right? isn't train spotting like a first world hobby? It's like for the most be, part, like, I don't know. If you're starving, do you train? <laughs> so you don't. Train <laughs> These spot? are the questions we need These answers to. Who is buying train? Okay, listen, we're dumping on this game, but if you like it, please <laughs> tell us. I want to meet you. <laughs> and this is fantastic. Honestly, I do feel like I my gramps would probably be that clientele to buy a game like this because he was like the model train guy. I mean. Yeah,
1: but they don't even have like realistic models of They're trains not. in the game. It's 1995.
0: They're just like blobs and numbers, <laughs> they're blocks with numbers yeah
1: like they're not even like oh this is a 1983 LT7 Gun, whatever yeah. flying pussyfoot like you know the name <laughs> they and you know, know it the, all like yeah. that's what trained people like if they love
0: that stuff the details, they love the details. And I can get that see mm-hmm. if there was a spotting simulator that came mm-hmm. out today hyper realistic I would get that yeah I'd get that more where you can
1: step out on the track and get a picture of the front yeah maybe, <laughs> get <hit. laughs> maybe get hit <laughs> maybe I'm in weird, yeah, that would isn't? be
0: like a fun speed running challenge to see the like how far away from the, you you can get off the tracks mm-hmm. how close the train can get to you before you get off the tracks yeah this this train simulator
1: it's like pokemon snap but with like violent with train violent trains. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah with thomas realistic <laughs> like jib <laughs> physics yeah and we've spent a lot static. of time on sensible train spotting it's we spent <laughs> An insensible amount of time. <laughs> it's a, for insensitive some reason, amount of time. Insensitive no. amount. It's magnetic.
1: It's such it a is. not like, game. This is.
0: This is. I did not expect to read about a controversy like this. An anti-game. Like, oh, it really they're is.
1: fighting over
0: the rights for it. Dude, world's first though. That title is important. This will is go down in history. Is it? What is okay, it? Okay. Need? We'll move yeah, on. Let's move on, we'll please, move on. or I'll be stuck but, here. But Demon Star, make some cool
1: games. Like make a game called Demon Star or something about getting hit by trains. I don't know, I don't know. Anything. <laughs> anything.
0: Okay. All right. Please. This the next one somehow gets more boring, Ron. Stop. <laughs> it actually does, because <laughs> we can at least call sensible train spotting a game. There are goals and rules and restrictions. Yes. This next one, I don't know if you can call a game. (laughs) Waiting in Line 3D. (laughs) 2013. Now, I've
1: actually watched a replay. I've played this. You've played this. (laughs) Yeah,
0: because I was looking it up while doing the notes this week, and it's free to play. Ooh. And so we should say that it is Here's the description. The original first-person shooter where you wait in line. That was the description on the website I played it at. So it was actually made for an electronic artist named Man Cub in Denver. It was to be played while he was doing one of his acts to have a waiting line. I, don't, I could, couldn't find the act. I didn't look that hard. But this is what this was made for. So you literally wait in line. In a line that rarely moves, you will never get to the end, and then you can jump, and you can punch yourself to stay awake, and you will, can fall asleep, and then you can wake back up, and then you're in line still. And there's points on the side, and you don't get points. So I, I, what I did, I waited for about a minute, then I did the punch until my health ran out. You have 100 health, and then it game over, and you have zero points. <laughs> The worst part is though, you can move slightly forward. If you hit W, it'll go slightly and you'll feel like you're moving. You're like, no, it's rage inducing.
1: <laughs> I feel like this is the kind of game that you go. Oh man, you gotta try this. You gotta try this. Too. While you're drinking with buddies, you gotta try this game. Come on and don't tell know, them the premise. No, you just bait them into playing it. Like, oh, when the line when runs you out, get
0: there. The game's you just wait. It's sweet. It's incredible. It only takes a few minutes to get to the end of the line.
1: Dude, you, you could really punk some of your friends. <laughs> you like really this.
0: could. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so interesting to see, like, at a party, how long your friends actually to wait in that line. That'd be hilarious. They come back three hours later. It's, dude, where's the game? I actually
1: kind of want to see a drinking game made out of some of these. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it.
0: Uh, most train spotted?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most uh, time waited in line. Like, I don't know, punches to the face. Yeah. And kinda...
0: uh, punches to the face. Yeah. That would that could actually make a game out of it. Because you're, you lose health. Mm-hmm. And then it will regen slowly. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see who can get the most punches in like a time frame, in mm-hmm. like five minutes. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just do round robin. Like who who has the punch in the face high uh, high score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't play this game unless you're punk one of your friends.
1: Yeah, or making a drinking <laughs> making game. Making it into an
0: actual game.
1: Yes, yeah, you got to do something with it. Yeah. It by itself isn't. It? No, that ain't it.
0: Uh, okay, the next one somehow gets boring. More boring, wrong.
1: It's reading a book. It's reading a book. More specifically, the King James Bible. <laughs> this is the 1994 release of the King James Bible for the Game Boy? Really?
0: Yep. For really? The so original. you could bring it anywhere? Yeah, anywhere. You can have that Bible on the go. For those kids that need Jesus. It's your pocket Bible, is your Game Boy. That's a weird thought. Do you know how many pocket Bibles I was given as a gift growing up, Ron? I'm
1: going to say five.
0: I actually was given four. That was a pretty good. <laughs> <concept>. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I never wanted a game version of this. Mm-mm. But this game is literally the Bible on a Game Boy cartridge.
1: Take a page turner. Or...
0: Yeah. And so they did add a couple game elements. So they have a word search. And a Hangman mini-games.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just thinking about some words you could search for in the Bible, and there's some really bad ones. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. This... I should have looked up the rating of this game. That's interesting. R- M- it should be but I bet it was like oh my rated god. E.
1: The concepts alone—just having slavery in your game—you think? Oh my god! And like killing that children. That is such
0: a good point. I'm so interested about that. Hmm. But anyway, they okay. <laughs> so they thought during the Satanic Panic, you know, magic's coming out. They got demon on their art. D and ds around still, you know corrupting children yes video right. games are are corrupting their minds so we yes. need demons we need are possessing the youth yes they're possessing the use youth through gameboy games so we need to counteract that with a shield shield against them shield of faith of faith the king james bible king james bible 1994 gameboy edition
1: makes sense um this totally... did not even have
0: a wiki page because it's the bible <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't find a wiki page for this game. It's just the Bible. It's just the Bible. So Mark, in his article, again, highly recommend. He has a funny bit at the end of each of these games where he says the most boring bit. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I quoted this one. He thinks the most boring bit of this game is Leviticus. It makes sense. Does that check out? Leviticus is just laws and stuff. Just laws. And, yeah, and like... That sounds tedious. Back to, to our definition. That sounds tedious. Yeah,
1: it's like how to treat your slave and like how That's to pretty, pretty care ter- for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and pretty. Don't terrible. wear colorful clothing or have your beard in a certain shape or something. Yeah.
0: Like, you know what's interesting? Like, mm-hmm. You could actually make an interesting game out of the Bible. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, because there's crazy stuff that happens insane insane you told me the story of the dude that kills like 500 people with an ox skull yeah judges it's one of the
1: like they just briefly touch on it it's like a couple of sentences and then they just move on and you're like but he just killed with an ox skull and you're just gonna brush that aside
0: okay yeah we gotta talk about
1: Samson there's so
0: many cool hacking things Mm -hmm. like what was the giant and the sling guy
1: yeah david and goliath That
0: could be like they're like Dude. giant slayer games Dude. like shadow of the colossus
1: and david is such an interesting person too because yeah. he has like the whole story that goes on after he defeats really? goliath and like oh yeah like it's it just wild and crazy stuff david gets up to like yeah. uh, he get, becomes a king at one point and like make it about oh, that right like awesome. Solomon summoning demons with rings and magic and like building the temple to God that's using amazing. demons and stuff.
0: Wait, what if you had like a parting the sea mini game?
1: Right? Where you're Moses and you got to get the people out of you Egypt. You just do it like
0: waterbending, dude.
1: Right? That would be amazing. Like a strategy game where you've got like biblical magic in ancient tr- times. and that,
0: There's so many good tried. ideas. <laughs> but just read the Bible. Actually, you know what would happen? This game would come out and they'd be like, that's... That's not in the Bible. they <laughs> like, that's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Too political. Too political. Move past it. Move past it. Uh, but this is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, super boring. I just wanted to make ask you if Leviticus checked out as oh, the yeah. least boring. Mm-hmm. Actually, before we move past it, did you see that? I don't know if this is a meme or not, but on IGN we watch a review for Jesus Christ video game where you play as him, you, like, walk on water and you do miracles and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I could not tell if it was satire or not. I hope it's not satire. I think it might be real. I want it to be real. I think it might be. I want to be Jesus
1: of (laughs) Nazareth. Let me be Jesus of Nazareth. I think
0: it's real. Okay, we spent way more time than... King James Bible deserves. <laughs> it's because the ideas around these games—they're interesting, are amazing. Like, they're Like, there's so much interesting. But they
1: laser the like, developers laser focused on like the worst possible yeah,
0: aspect. Like, I mean, you got Genesis. Like, you could do a spore type game.
1: Yeah, birth of the world. Like a creation like, game. Like angels versus demons. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Book of Job or something. Make a survival game. <laughs> There's so much. <large. laughs> you gotta survive God's tests. Word search, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, back to the Atari, Ron. We were talking about bad games on the Atari. I threw away my wrong paper. Yep. Bad games on the Atari. <laughs> yeah. Good to hear. Yes, uh, page four. We are currently on on the show notes. So I think you just threw the wrong shit. I threw the wrong. That's sheet. okay. I'll walk you through this. Don't oh, even trip because good. we're playing Sneak and Peek. 1982. I don't believe in it. It's on the Atari 2600. You heard of this? You've done this? you played hide and seek with it?
1: I've heard of the Atari 2600, (laughs) but not that game, actually.
0: Okay, I I quoted quoted Mark here, too, because what else could I say? Yes, a video game version of hide and seek, played in a house with just four rooms, two of which are identical, and none of which have more than one item of furniture in.
1: See this is this is how you collapse an industry.
0: He even says that. And you wonder why the video game <laughs> crashed <read> <laughs> eighty three <1983 laughs> happened. <laughs> this is how
1: this is how you build collapse.
0: How much? Like how much would this game cost it back
1: then? Like fifty bucks. Are it. you kidding? Something obscene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These yep. are
0: these are video game grifters, Ron. Like, these are, yeah. These are like, you could see all of the game in five minutes. But like, who also thought that I wanted to play hide and seek? Because if you're winning hide and seek, it's actually boring. It's the worst. Like, no one finds you. Like, that yeah. is the opposite of fun.
1: Yeah. You know, and if you're seeking and you find everybody right away, like winning, you know, yeah. then the game's over.
0: Beep, beep, boop. It's I've done that, start. and there's no depth, <laughs> there's no strategy. Because if there is strategy and you're winning, like you just you go outside, you go to someone, you just go somewhere someone else wouldn't look, and that is that cheating. So why would I want that in a video game? <laughs> it's almost
1: like hide and seek is like a baby game, yeah. and no one really thought this through. It's like an
0: introductory game to teach kids concept of games so why do we want that but speaking of baby games moving on yeah to imagines baby club of 2008 imagines Imagine's baby club 2008 yes yes on the nintendo ds imagine had a line of these like simulator games
1: like barbie games
0: kind of like uh like the puppy the dog grooming simulator Mm. stuff but this one it's a babysitting simulator. Because yeah. I always thought, you know, I want to do that more every time I had to babysit my cousins. Yeah,
1: I definitely <laughs> love doing this, and if it was, I didn't make any money off of it, I would especially do oh, babysitting. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And so here's the
0: official description here.
1: I, I just had to get it. The... <laughs> oh,
0: you play I'm as gonna young, cry. young babysitter who settles in a lovely town and takes care of several cute babies. Gain the parents' confidence, And follow the baby's evolution as they learn to grab things, to interact with each other, and to walk? Yeah, that has an exclamation point. Uh, Pay special attention to one baby and start a strong relationship with him slash her. In this new adventure, explore your babysitting skills and start an official job at the nursery. This is offensive. When you successfully complete a babysitting job, this is from Mark, by the way. Switching gears from mm. Mark, when you successfully complete a babysitting job, you're told to hunt down someone with a new task for you, another babysitting job. You're rewarded in this game with more work.
1: <laughs> Sounds like real life.
0: Yeah. So this falls back <laughs> like the driving simulator. This falls into jobs. It's dog game. It's just a job job, is a job. <laughs> but I think this one also falls into the kind of girls need to play games to teach them how to be others
1: oh god
0: girls don't play fun games
1: you know I didn't think about it that's, what, right.
0: that's immediately what I thought of Yo, with
1: this. game developers yeah. are like
0: mm, girls don't like having fun let's
1: make a babysitting game <laughs> <laughs> when has a girl ever done something fun
0: they find that they, they find it fun, right? They, they find like um, holding hands and like
1: cute things fun, right? So you don't have to try harder making a game. No, 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 no. They'll amuse themselves. They babies love
0: babies. Babies. Are they cute. like to see them evolve. I like how they chose the word evolution. Evolution. <laughs> Follow the baby's evolution.
1: Maybe if this was like a gotcha game where you train the babies and like no, no. <laughs> no, it's no, not. No. <laughs> no. You know what, go back to our backing up. Ethics, episode. ethics.
0: <laughs> I mean <gasps> what are the ethics of this game anyway? My God. It's wholesome babysitting, wholesome Victor. Wholesome babysitting, okay. Yes. Okay, and again, we're crapping on these games, but if you liked it, you know who can say. This is, this is for you. Maybe we're just not the target audience. We're not the. We're not the. If it, you know, if it's not you, don't buy it. It's not for you. Right. Like. Maybe we're wrong. <laughs> maybe we're wrong. sorry. Imagine, we'll stop. <laughs> but I did not expect babysitting simulator. I didn't even know it was a thing. But Ron, we have. Is this one the most boring on the list? I would Purely say so. Purely in time,
1: time I've... commitment. I've played this one. You've played this So one. I know through you're blood. In,
0: you're into your driving simulator.
1: Blood, sweat, and tears, man. <laughs> blood, sweat, and a lot of tears.
0: Oh, no. Okay. Tell me what it is.
1: It's going to be Euro Truck Simulator Desert Bus from 1995. Oh, what can be said this about this one? Very,
0: this one has an interesting history, though. Mm-hmm. I like how this, this one has evolved into a meme.
1: It came around, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was pure suffering. It continues to be pure suffering, but there's something good uh, coming out <laughs> of it, I feel like. You know? this, is Redemption.
0: A, this is for the Sega. It came out initially, and what I was reading is it came out kind of as a demo to say, say yo, this is what we can do. And mm-hmm. what you told me is it came out as a meme. I mean tell tell them about that, uh from a joke.
1: Right. So Penn and Teller joked about like video games at some point, Penn and Teller being comedian magicians. Yeah. I think they were quoted in some sort of article or interview and like not even really a part of their show or a bit, talking about video games as like art or interactive media and they were talking about how if a video game is art or I think it was how to make a realistic video game. They're talking mm-hmm. about all these video games are trying to be realistic and like, oh, you have like these shooters that are trying to be realistic, military sim. But if you want a real, truly like simulationist video game, like the most pure video game or something like that or the most awful video game would just be driving a bus from Tucson to LA, <laughs> Yeah, from Arizona to LA, an eight-hour drive through the desert, featureless desert as it is in real life. Yep. Like yep, it's... Yep. As accurate as you can be, it is one of the most accurate video games from what I understand. Because it's so featureless. Yep. And every once in a while, you're driving a bus. And every once in a while, the steering wheel on the bus jerks to the left. Mm-hmm. And if you ever go off the road, it restarts you back in Tucson.
0: No, 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 no. No? If you go off the road, you get towed in real time. In real time back then to Tucson. Then you start off. Then
1: you're... Okay. <laughs> See?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, that really I had completely
1: scared. forgotten about that part. <laughs> yeah. I must have blacked it it's out because you
0: didn't go off the road. you're professional I' uh, I'm
1: good. I think that's when I turned it off
0: road. Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a joke and then someone was like... No, nah, bet I can do that. I can do that.
0: Now, Yeah, now streamers do it for charity. Mm-hmm. To see if they can do it in one go without going off the road.
1: I don't remember which ones, but it, it's like a group of streamers and content yeah. creators that
0: do it every year. and They'll trade off uh-huh. every couple of hours. And... Yeah, so, I mean, you summed it up, but here's the official description. Right. Your task in this mini game, taken from an unreleased pen & Teller title, is to drive a passenger-free bus at 45 miles per hour along a straight, yeah. characterless desert road from Tucson to Las Vegas in real time, sticking strictly to highway code.
1: Yeah, and the bus doesn't go above 45. I love that detail. Yeah. Like, oh, man. if you could only drive faster, but you can't. You can't drive It's 45. Faster.
0: And the worst part of all of it, as you already said, the game's. Sl- uh, lean slightly to the left so you can't just idle and if you go off the road get towed Mm -hmm. real time towing and it's eight hours of empty desert but don't worry three hours in a bug hits the windshield to remind you you have five hours left mark said that good quote mark (laughs) i'm glad he knows that he found that out for us yes thank you so much
1: Because no one else
0: is going to do it, that's for sure. Okay, Ron, we're at the bottom of the hour here. I have a couple questions for you. So the first question I have is, how many of these games did you know of before this episode?
1: Oh, you know, like any reasonable individual. (laughs) Like one, maybe two or three
0: at most. I'm so sorry to inject these into your brains.
1: Oh, you know, it's... I didn't I didn't realize I needed to be this bored some more. Who, uh, mm.
0: in, who's the energy vampire in um, What We Do in the Shadows?
1: Oh, he's the bald guy. He's the
0: bald guy. Robin? Robinson? I can't remember his first name. Anyway, in that show, he's a vampire that gets energy by boring people. So, if you're an energy vampire out there, tell them about these games. Personally, I knew about... E.T., mm-hmm. that, one's, that one's infamous. Mm-hmm. I knew about the Euro Truck Simulator. I've seen yep. you play that one. Yep, love
1: it. Can't I don't think
0: I knew that. about any of the rest of them.
1: Desert Bus, I knew. knew From, the From the charity streams. I like watching people suffer. <laughs> <I> like that.
0: <laughs> so maybe you should watch them play shooters then. You would suffer. You watch them rage. Boom. That one
1: yeah okay i'll give that a try right, and let right, you know right, <laughs>
0: yeah. um, oh. we gotta we gotta pick the worst game and the worst the best worst game which i think we already picked the most interesting on this list which one was that that was the euro truck simulator mm-hmm. i think is probably the one that we think would have the most fun for people yeah. on this list
1: Fun, yeah. Like
0: the worst game mm-hmm. is gonna be hard.
1: Though. I think fun exists in it, and it that to it. very small degree, yeah, and that's yeah. what really edges it yeah. out. Okay. <laughs> uh, where I don't think there's any fun to be found in like train spotting, I
0: don't,
1: game. I.
0: The thing is, that's probably shorter than Desert Bus, though. But it just
1: fully misunderstands the point of train spotting. Like, it completely misses the point. But could they have made
0: detailed trains in 1995 on the Amiga? I would like to think so. You think? Yeah. Huh. Amiga's a freaking computer. I mean, there were people in 1995 clamoring, just like drooling over a train spotting simulator. So it makes sense that they rushed out and didn't put a lot of detail into it, into the game. Like you're being facetious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Clamoring for They
0: were. They were in
1: Oh man, I'll tell you. <laughs> so that's that's definitely that bottom.
0: That's bottom. That's one what of about the worst. ET, ones ever.
1: ET. At least you know what you're looking at. E. T. was fun- it was was so non functional <laughs> as a game. Far more than any of the others because like the mystery was like Sure, you had to get these phone pieces, but knowing that, that you had to get it's like yeah. un- unknown, unknown, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you sit down, play the game, and you're just like,
0: <laughs> "What am I looking? What? If- my eyes hurt.
1: What am I doing here?" At least the other ones, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Train spotting. Mm. Friggin... But, ah, oh, man. Driving a truck.
0: Waiting in line,
1: though. Waiting in line. At
0: least you can punch yourself.
1: You know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into. It's got kind of graphics. Yeah. The more you punch yourself, the more you like bleed yeah, in the yeah, face. Yeah, that's true. Which is, I feel you like... You can see can.
0: numbers change, like your health go up and down. The timer. The timer goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do move in the line, even if you don't get to the end.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. I saw a playthrough where he didn't move. I really
0: didn't. Oh, my God. So it's random yeah. intervals. Uh, I did move in my few seconds, so it must be like random. Mm-hmm. Random intervals of like set between like 30 minutes to two hours or something.
1: You know how random makes a good game, you know? Like we love.
0: <laughs> I think my vote, players. I think Babysitting simulators hits the middle of the pack, probably. Yeah. Uh, there's a goal, there's, there's a mechanics. Goal. Yeah, there's mechanics. And it's probably fun to see the numbers go up for your kid's stats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, it's for me, it's between ET and Desert Bus. I think Desert Bus probably goes at the top of the worst for me because of the time. At least in ET, if you know, yeah. you look up a guide, yeah. you can do it in a few minutes.
1: Whereas Desert Bus is like a nightmare yeah. realized.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh that is it's like purgatory isn't mm-hmm. it
1: like being forced but you to you can't drive. even
0: relax on the empty bus that you're in
1: well, you can't relax at all because to relax yeah. is to it get towed gets towed
0: and it makes uh, it go longer what if you accept your fate and just get towed then the game goes well you got purgatory. more game to look that for purgatory <laughs> alright Ron. that's the end of the episode thank you I hope you all had fun I actually had a lot of fun with this episode thanks for listening I feel tortured tell today. us about your boring games uh if you have them. The honorable mention I had was The yeah. Plan. It's a 10-minute like, game where you play as a fly. It's free on Steam. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> super, super quick. Uh, thank you for BCTV allowing us to do fun and boring shows like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you go check us out on YouTube, Instagram. Again, we would love feedback on those and D&D gameplay episodes. We'd love for you to see them. They were a lot of fun for us to make. Mm-hmm. And uh, get to us directly with your boring games at shareddiscoveryshow at gmail.com. Wonderful. And we're gonna, I think we're going to sign it off, Ron. Sign off? Yeah, let's right. do it. So thank you for joining us on episode 38 of Shared Discovery. Make sure you have fun, be kind, play some games, and sign us off, Ron. Yeah.
1: Riches must be divided, but real wealth can be shared.
0: Thank you. you Until next time. time. Should be more interesting. Bye.